All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. I wanted to say Patreon exclusive because I've been creating content almost purely through Patreon for several months now. Every once in a while, I'll do a public episode, which you're listening to now if it's outside of pod, uh, you know, Patreon. But the point is, is that, guys, I've been creating content on Patreon more than here uh, publicly. So I have about 73 episodes that are available to the public. If you think that's a lot, considering that each episode is anywhere between 20 minutes to an hour, sometimes even two hours, I have 105 plus episodes on my Patreon that you can join for as little as $1 a month. And it comes with, as you exceed in tiers, the $5 tier, vinyls, signed appreciation letters, and then higher quality content. The point is, guys, join the Patreon and it'll be worth the $1, which is like, how much is that per day per month? It's virtually nothing. Um, but the point is I like posting more on Patreon because it allows me to say more on there. Essentially it's our own little show at this point, but guys join the Patreon. It takes three minutes to sign up a dollar a month. Just Google search for us money on Patreon. It'll pop right up and you're there. Okay. Let's move forward. So today is something that, uh, I, I want to talk about in detail because I feel as though it's important and it's long-term relationships or LTRs, depending on if you're listening to this from the red pill perspective of being within the manosphere. We have tons of acronyms for everything. LTRs, LDRs, it gets confusing. So just when I say LTR, I'm referring to long-term relationships. Okay. So when should you enter a long-term relationship? When is it most beneficial to you? Not only emotionally and physically, you know, we all want to spend our lives with that quote, one woman, that soulmate, which I told you doesn't exist. You don't have one soulmate. You have thousands of soulmates. It's called one-itis when you get stuck on one, one woman. But when is the optimal time to engage in a long-term relationship with a woman? Because it's a commitment. It's difficult. Long-term relationships are harder than like hookup relationships or just like casual sex or casual dating or whatever it is. Long-term relationships take work. They take discipline and um, coming together in a common, like they're hard, okay? So you should think about it before you get into it. Now, there is a really great book uh, by Richard Cooper that I can't recommend enough. It's called The Unplugged Alpha. It's pretty short. It's like 185 pages, 190. And uh, he talks about all this stuff. And I'm going to read a chapter from his book for you guys. Um, the chapter is called A Monogamous Long-Term Relationship, LTR. And as I move through these par paragraphs, it's honestly only a couple of pages, I'm going to take little breaks and I'm going to note something and or I'll come back to it at the end. Okay. So nonetheless, let's do this. A Monogamous Long-Term Relationship. LTR. You should only consider a conventional relationship with a woman after you have spun enough plates and the cream has risen to the top. She must also exhibit none of the warning signs described in the 20 red flags chapter. Or if she does, then she is proactively working on fixing that area of her life for herself. Break. Okay. Two things here. Spinning plates, that is a catch-all term for dating women. Okay, so when he says uh, you should only consider a conventional relationship with a woman after you have spun enough plates, that means after you've dated enough women and your quote palate, I guess, 
um, has enough variety in it to where you know what you like and what you don't like in a woman, okay? Because if, if you just dated one or two women long-term, two women, three years each, six years in total, you don't really have a good variety of what a good woman actually is because you know, you could be in a relationship with that one woman, you could think she's sunshine and rainbows, when in actuality she probably has a lot of problems maybe and you haven't really gotten a good taste of that yet because you haven't dated other women point is expand your palette okay second thing he talks about uh being what he described in the 20 red flags chapter guys i did a four-part series on my patreon and i talked about every single one of the 20 red flags and i broke it down in excruciating detail okay so i'm not going to go into the 20 red flags but you should join my uh, patreon and check that out there okay moving forward Women don't like to admit it, but they are natural plate spinners because of their hypergamous nature. They are always asking themselves, is this the best I can do? If you are dating a woman, then assume that she is seeing other men until she initiates the where do we stand talk and wants to open dialogue about a deeper commitment. Women, not men, should start the talk about a long-term relationship. Never ever initiate a where do we stand talk it's weak and signals scarcity in your life let her bring it up remember women are gatekeepers to sex while men are gatekeepers to relationships which means women get to decide when they will let you have sex with her you get to decide if you want to become more serious with a woman and whether or not it's on an exclusive basis Okay, so basically what he's saying there is that don't initiate the where do we stand talk with the woman because yes, it's true. It gives her the signal, whether it's conscious or unconscious in her mind, that it's weak and it's, it signals scarcity and uh, desperation. Okay, so, you know, this isn't necessarily like, it doesn't necessarily always signal this, but it also depends on time. How long have you guys been dating? But in, he's right, Rich is right. The woman should initiate the where do we stand talk because like he said, women are gatekeepers to sex, men are gatekeepers to the relationship because I don't know if he goes and talks about it here, but um, yes, he kind of does. So I'm not gonna get too far, too far ahead, but yes, he's right. Let your woman initiate the where do we stand talk. Do not initiate it. I'll go into more details about this at the end. All right, moving forward. You should only consider an LTR after about six months of plate spinning. If she demands an LTR after only a month of dating, move on and let her go. Remember, men are the gatekeepers to relationships and women are the gatekeepers to sex. So act like it. You, as the man, gets to decide when a woman gets your exclusive sexual and non-sexual attention. If you do this and get into a monogamous LTR, you end up abandoning your male sexual strategy of unlimited access to unlimited women. You should also note that if you choose to abandon your sexual strategy, she must also abandon her sexual strategy of open hypergamy. Okay, break. A lot to dissect there, but I will try to break this down. Okay. Male sexual strategy is unlimited access to unlimited sex, theoretically. So if you're the most handsome man on the world, you're high value, you got the six sixes, you can access any woman you want at any time with virtually no consequences. I mean, assuming that the woman's not crazy, blah, blah, blah. But your sexual strategy from a biological perspective as a man is to reproduce with as many women as possible. This is why we have millions upon billions of sperm cells every time we nut. It's essentially unlimited sexual 
access to uh, women, theoretically. Okay, I know that we all can't pull that off. We're not all these giga chads that can just have sex with tons of women and have tons of babies. That's not really how we're not monkeys. That's not really how that works. Okay, so what he's saying is that if you abandon your sexual strategy as a man, which I just talked about, she has to abandon hers, which is open hypergamy. And what hypergamy actually means is basically a woman's need to find a high value man, essentially, maybe even possibly higher than you. So he has to abandon that if she's going to get in a committed relationship with you. If you get in a relationship with a woman and you abandon your sexual strategy, she can no longer look for better options unless she wants to leave the relationship or essentially cheat. Okay, moving forward. That means no male friends, no more seeking attention on social media with provocative pictures and posts. Oh, and no overnight girls trips to places where she can proclaim to her friends what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Some other conditions that should exist for an LTR to work well for you are you should be you should be one to two points higher than her on the SMV scale. So she feels that she's optimizing her hypergamy. Remember, a woman can only be content if she feels like her man is a of a higher sexual market value than her. Okay. Sexual market value. It's essentially on a scale through one through 10. So, you know, when guys rate girls like, oh, what is she? A nine, a 10 or, you know, whatever. There's no, virtually no tens in this world. But if you rate yourself as an eight or a nine, it is most convenient for you if she's like a six or a seven. Because then she knows that you're of higher higher sexual market value. She She's essentially doing her best at that point. Okay, that's what that basically means. Moving forward. Your frame must be the dominant frame of the relationship. Meaning she is a complement to your life and not a focus. A woman that's fully in your frame will defer to you in major choices. Okay, frame is a insanely complicated subject that I'm not going to discuss here. Search, write this down if you have to, gentlemen. I'll give you three seconds. One, two, three. Rolo Tomasi and Frame. He does an insane three-hour breakdown about Frame, and I'm pretty sure other content creators have done it. But just search Rolo Tomasi, the rational male, Frame. Okay, there's a resource for you. She must understand through your covert actions and words that everyone is replaceable, including her. There is no one. You, on the other hand, must understand that you never own her. It's just your turn. She may be in your life for a year or she may be with you until death do you part. Okay, so what he actually means by that. Well, let me pause this, guys. I got to I got to add on to this music. Okay, sorry. I just had to expand the music because it ended early. But all right, moving forward. What that basically means is um, when he says it's just your turn, that doesn't mean literally she's going to monkey branch to the next man. It just means that you have to understand. How do I how do I break this down? If you come into the relationship with the idea that she is your one and only woman and you're never going to get another woman after her and she's your one true soulmate and if she leaves you that you're going to die because that's what we've been taught through all these Disney movies um, if you adopt the mentality of it's just your turn it gives you a different perspective on the relationship though Rollo Tomasi and these other red pill gurus say don't take that literally because it'll just black pill you and they also this is another resource maybe Google search or YouTube search Rolo Tomasi. It's just your turn because he breaks it down. It's more philosophical than anything. Okay. Just a warning. Don't take that literally. 
On a scale of one through 10, with 10 being the highest levels of interest, her interest level in you must be an obvious nine, but preferably a 10. Women with an interest level that a interest level lower than that will be an exceptional amount of work and the chances of her, of her love wandering will be higher. You must have done some recon work on her family and friends and decided if they are people you enjoy being around. This is because she will always, regardless of her feelings to you, choose them over the relationship. So make sure her family and friends are good people that you like being around. Most importantly, if you're planning on marriage and kids, then look at her mother. She will eventually look and behave like her. Also, do not live with an LTR, as doing so causes her competition anxiety to relax, making it tougher for you to manage the frame of the relationship. The only exception to this is if you are planning on getting married and having children, and you need to vet her as a wife by living together first huge one right there at the end guys do not live with an ltr unless you see her as wife and or wife plus kid uh, bearing material right because you're never going to really know a woman until you enter an ltr with her but more so if you live with her because women's competition anxiety goes away once you give them that security and especially that provisioning both financially emotionally and physically so what he means by competition anxiety, it means that she no longer has to worry about losing you as her provider because she's got you locked down into a house. So what does competition anxiety actually look like? It means that maybe she'll get a little bit jealous. She'll make sure that she looks extra good for you because she wants to impress you. She'll take care of her body. She'll treat you well. Well, the moment that all goes away, guess what? She gets fat. She no longer treats you like you're the dominant figure in the relationship. You start losing frame. You start losing her respect. Now, obviously that's not a just you're for sure going to lose that but the competition anxiety for both of you diminishes this is why you always see people who when they're single they're ripped and when they get in a relationship they get all fat and soft it's competition anxiety moving on a long-term relationship with a woman brings considerably more work to a man's life when it comes to managing the frame of the relationship however an excellent woman can add substantial value to your life at the time of writing this book, I am in a non-cohabiting LTR. My woman is almost 10 years my junior. She's tidy, non-materialistic, loves to cook healthy meals, is positive, very sexual, fun, loving, and has a great relationship with her father and my child. If she didn't add any value to my life, I wouldn't have considered to enter an LTR with her. Okay. A good woman wants to bring value to your life. She wants to make your life easier. She wants to make you feel good. A good woman will want to provide for you and give you that feminine sense of security. Okay. Cause women do provide that women have a beautiful gift for that. Um, but yeah, he mentions here that he did not bring this woman into his life thinking that she wouldn't provide him with some sort of value. Okay. Cause he's providing her with security provisioning, both emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And she's going to be doing the same moving forward. A woman must always be a compliment to my life, not the focus. This should be every man's non-negotiable. Okay, this is what he means by this. A woman should be the compliment of your life, not the focus. A woman does not want to be the compliment of your life, gentlemen. 
We've been taught this from day one from this Disney-like fantasy that you should give your complete and total attention to your woman 24-7. I'm telling you, if you do that, it's simp behavior and she will dry up like the Sahara Desert. I promise you. And I see so many guys doing this. She doesn't want to be the focus of your life. She wants you to pursue excellence because she wants to compliment you in that journey in that adventure, in that task, or in that mission. We are biologically designed to be complemented by feminine energy, okay? So if you sacrifice your masculine energy, which is this go-getting, hyper-focused attitude on this mission or this goal, this job, whatever it is, um, if you if you sacrifice that for focusing on her feminine energy and being essentially like this uh, overly romantic cringe fest, it's she's not going to like it. She's going to lose genuine burning desire for her for you and it's going to dissipate after that. Okay, moving forward. I'll warn you now that if you ignore my advice and live with your LTR, you will expose yourself and your wealth to the risks of family law. In most Western countries, that state deems you to be in a common law marriage after one to two years. And even if you aren't legally married, she may have rights to half of your assets. Therefore, it's essential that you consult with a family lawyer in your state or province before you live with any woman. If you have more assets than her, then see if you can protect them with a cohabitation agreement. End chapter. Whew. That's a lot to break down, guys. Um, and that last part about the cohabiting uh, and seeking out a, uh, what is it, like a family lawyer. And that after one to two years, you're actually viewed as married from the state and she could take half your assets. That's not really an American thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but that's more of like a Canadian, possibly UK thing. I know for sure Canadian because I hear these nightmare stories of these dudes who live with a woman for two years and all of a sudden she has access to half of his assets and he never signed a prenup. He never did a cohabitation agreement, none of that. But I don't think that's a thing in America. Otherwise, I would have known about it. Um, but yeah, LTRs, don't engage in them unless you fully vet the woman and understand that you cannot fully vet a woman for marriage and childbearing material until you live with her. Now, the ultimate question that you, a lot of you guys are thinking is, okay, Forrest, when do I move in with a woman then? Is it, um, is it two months, three months, six months, one year, two years, never, um, a lot of guys in the manosphere have given the answer of two years in an LTR, assuming that you guys live near each other. So if you live five minutes away from each other, don't move in with each other until like the second year mark. When those barriers that were like the, uh, what's it called? The honeymoon phase kind of goes away and you start seeing each other's true colors. But if you're in an LTR or sorry, an LDR, which is a long distance relationship and an LTR, which means not only is that relationship long distance, but it's also long term. You need to close that gap. You're going to need to reduce the time that you're kind of courting each other and move in with each other because long term, long distance relationships aren't real relationships. They're pretend relationships unless you have a common goal of moving in together. And then the risks of that, they go up guys. Like it's not all sunshine and rainbows when you live with somebody. It's hard work. I lived with a woman for close to three years, both in Sweden and in America. It's hard. But there are fruits in the labor, I will admit, especially when it comes to vetting her for child and children. Okay? I hope that helped you guys. Remember, this episode is free. Patreon exclusive. You guys get early access to all my episodes, vinyl, signed appreciation letters. We got this lodge coming up, which is an all-males group. We got big things coming. Instagram, Munden underscore Forrest. Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon. Till next time.